0: Hang on! Hang on! <laughs> Gritch time, baby. Oh, boy. Welcome to this might be a podcast. The song by song podcast about the gritchiest bait of all time. (laughs) Sorry. They might be giants. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's a total compliment. When you put out your videos, you gritch them up, baby, and that's a good thing for all of us. You know, we all benefit from your videos. It's Peter Gritch who uh, upscales and HDs and 4Ks and. Other numbers, four twenties. He four twenties, that much I know. <laughs> and uh he we're gonna talk about Rap Patrol, which uh is on long tall weekends. So here we go. My speed, I think I'm getting a contact high from you, man. Yeah. Man. So I I don't appreciate that. Yeah, as you're a straight just acting edge, real loopy.
1: Dude. All of a sudden. Yeah.
0: It's cause I'm recording at 9:30 and of says 7:30, and it's a school night. Yeah. It's a school night, man. Oh, but dear. it's almost summer vacation. I'm yeah. So yeah, I'm 40, but I still get summer vacations. I take a school picture every year, and uh, I go to bed early because I wake up at 5:30. So you know, it sucks. What do what do you actually do other than uh, make things <clears throat> better for They Might Be Giants fans?
1: I work in a warehouse, so it's not too bad. I mean, I wake up at, like, 8 in the morning. I got to be at the place at, like, nine thirty ten. Then I'm just putting packages in, like, fucking bags and shit, and then
0: Is sending it Amazon? those
1: out. It's not Amazon. No, I can go to okay. the bathroom Good. without getting fired. Good.
0: Good. <laughs> okay. Is it a big corporation that shall not be named, or is it something like local no it's a, it's a small company, okay, well, those are better, yeah, those are better. You get benefits and shit, like are they good to you yeah they they're really accommodating, which is nice, and it's good, <laughs>
1: genuinely unlike any other job I've had before it. So shout out to the warehouse dudes,
0: yeah, warehouse dudes, is everyone just high all the time no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I do not do that
1: at work, because I have to drive there and back, and I don't want to do that.
0: Oh, yeah, that would not be good. So, uh, you were on, help me out, was it Unrelated Thing? Unrelated Thing. I'm I did That's the one. Yeah. Two years ago, almost. A year Jesus and a half. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm looking, to be sure. Oh,
1: no, like a year and seven months.
0: Yeah, because it was the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fall of 20... tw- 2019. Mm-hmm. Shit, fuck, man! Shit, That's, fuck. Uh, we have the explicit e next to the show, so so uh, go nuts. Um, yeah, so you told everyone about your they might be giants fandom then, but uh, what's changed, young man? What's changed in the past uh, year and a half for you as far as your fandom? Because uh, you got in techier. I feel like. Um.
1: Well, around the. Around the time I did the last episode, I had gotten or recently acquired a super VHS VCR. What does that mean? It's basically the superior version of VHS that never really made it anywhere from like the late Mm. 80s and like virtually wasn't a thing by the late 90s, but um, obviously like better technology, you get a better picture with it. Uh, pretty yeah. much if I could compare it to like something else if you know what a laser disc's quality looks like instead of yeah. being like super duper fuzzy VHS it'll look about as clear as a laser disc I think anyway okay but All right. with the with the uh, advantage of it being super VHS it'll also make regular VHS stuff look better so I've been oh. pretty much getting whatever sort of bootleggy tapes I can. Get my hands on and ripping those whether they be uh they might be giants which has mostly been or last year i also uh digitized my friend's entire collection of weird al bootleg tapes yes and i made a whole like giant google drive and weird al actually ended up sharing one or two of the actual like Ooh. ripped clips on his twitter and then
0: i got oh to freak
1: out for a couple of weeks because that was awesome but <laughs>
0: that's that's big so like uh you got like a shit ton of views on those then
1: um i mean yeah the tweets got a lot of views because he posted them it's not even like i had it uploaded somewhere and then al like shared the link uh my friend whose collection it was he actually emailed bermuda schwartz
0: being like oh
1: here's the google drive link you could do whatever you want because he's like you know real cool with all that sort of stuff and he forwarded yeah. the stuff to Al himself or whoever runs his social media to post. And I just was like, whoa, because I didn't know that was happening. And then just all of a yeah. sudden I see, oh, VHS clip on Weird Al's Twitter. That looks familiar. I just ripped that two weeks ago. Holy shit. So that was a big deal. Yeah, trip.
0: that is awesome.
1: Yeah. In the past year and a half, it's like I've just been digitizing a lot more stuff. So it's like, like I said, the VHS, um, I've been recently digitizing a boatload of like uh they might be giants concert cassettes like audio cassettes audio bootlegs oh cool
0: yeah audio i can do video videos out of my depth i can do the audio i've remastered all my old bands cassettes and my friends bands cassettes and all that stuff i can do that like let's fix this eq i don't know if i i, th- I don't know if i said this on the, this story on the podcast before if this was best midwestern But I actually fixed the speed of a fucked up four-track recording that my band did. We did our first album. We're like, hey, you have, like, a four-track? I don't even know what that is. Can you give it to me? Okay, thanks. And then our band, our eight-piece band, two trumpets, two trombones, that's right. You know, twas the mid-90s. And, yeah, it was like 97. And so we're like, okay, we put a cassette in. All right, seems to make sense. Right, a little mixer, blah, blah, blah. There's, like, a speed control, right? And so... You know, changes the speed of the tape, and so we recorded it at like it was like slightly, like just a little bit fast. So, or that's when we bounced it or something. I didn't have control of it. I was not yet uh, an engineer of any capacity, and so the tape forever has kind of sounded not Chipmunky, but like if you know like our singer's range, you're like that's like a really high note. Like just like a little bit high, right? And everything was a little bit fast. So, uh, I got my old dual tape deck out, hooked it into my shit, my uh, preamps and stuff. And there's a uh, speed thingy on the cassette. So, I asked our guitarist, I'm like, what's the first chord of Wasted Opportunities? And he's like, it's a G. I'm like, how do you remember that? So, uh, this is like 22 years later or whatever. and, And he's like, it's a G. I'm like, okay. So, I get out a tuner. And I'm playing the first chord over and over and just like, "Mm, okay, all right. It's like in between a G and a G sharp. Click it back to a G, get the G in tune, remaster it, boom. It's at the actual speed and pitch that it should be. So now like 20 people have heard it how it should have sounded. (laughs) Uh, back on Funded by Mom Records, which is a fantastic name for a, a, t- a cassette record label in the late 90s.
1: That sort of reminds me of uh, the second ever demo tape by Bare Naked Ladies called Bare Naked Lunch. Uh, the original <laughs> tape, where there's a mastering error or something, so every single uh-huh. copy of that tape, or just about every single copy of that tape plays too fast. It's like a semi-tone up.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's basically what it was. Yeah. I think we may have bounced it too fast. I... I it's all a blur it's all a blur it's like when i asked dan hickey what albums he played on he's like i don't know <laughs> a, a few of them <laughs> yeah, i'm like so you played on no and mink car's like what about long tall weekend i'm like a couple he's like yeah but i think I." and i go through and i'm like that's already that's already that's a drum machine that one doesn't have drums he's like oh i guess i wasn't really on that album i'm like <laughs> like you're the drummer well it you is you a whole drums mishmash of stuff and I it guess is. becoming a drummer, you have weird. to learn
1: so many things. Oh my <laughs> like God. Really I've been,
0: I've only done it a couple times, but I've been the dude where like, people are like, Hey, you're good at drums. Uh, I know you're already in three bands, but like our drummer sucks and he gets high all the time and his name's Peter Gritch. So we're kicking him out and, uh, I need you to come in. <laughs> and so like, I'm I didn't like, even okay. know I had the gig yeah i know no
1: one tells me anything that's the
0: problem yeah see that's how high you were you didn't know you were the drummer so yeah anyway it's it's tough to jump in because like well the old guy used the double kick i'm like i haven't used a double kick since the since like i wanted to learn strung out songs and they're like yeah but could you get one i'm like no <laughs> and i'm like well i could do single really fast so like okay that'll work they couldn't even tell i'm that good baby but it's tough so dan hickey coming in and uh doing some drums And, I mean, we're talking about Rap Patrol here, and uh, he's not the drummer. So we probably should talk about Brian Doherty. Um, But he does a good job on this. But let's back it up and talk about what do you think about Long Tall Weekend as a whole? Because I've done only really a handful of songs that were only on Long Tall Weekend. And this one, yeah, it was re-released on They Got Lost, but that's a compilation. So, like, this is the album that it's on. It didn't, like... Reappear, re-record on Min Car, whatever else, uh, or an EP or anything like that. So, what uh, are you a one of those guys that's like, uh, like that meme going around? I'm a contrarian, and Long Tall Weekend is the best album, and everyone else is like, "You're, yes, you're contrarian," or are you like, "Yeah, it's okay."
1: It's it's just okay to me. I mean, there are a couple of tracks off of it that are like my absolute favorite. Like certain people I can name that's up there, and oh, Rap yeah. Patrol is actually up there as well, just because. Like guitar solo at the end, but I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, man.
1: Like, the tracks that I really like off of it, like, I adore, and then the tracks that I don't really care about are just like, I'll never listen to you unless I'm listening to this album in full, which is very rare right <laughs> right most of my music listening nowadays is I put all my favorite songs in a playlist and then I listen to it at work,
0: yeah, I actually did not pay for this album until a couple of years ago when like they got on bandcamp or whenever that was, like I had listened to it plenty, but like in nineteen ninety nine I was a freshman in college, and I kind of had other stuff to worry about and not like I'm like, yeah, we had like a yeah, I don't know if it was Ethernet or whatever the hell the, the internet. Like, I had just bumped up from dial up going to college. I'm like, holy shit, the picture loads in like 10 seconds and not a, a minute. You know, I was like, Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. and uh, so I'm like, I'm not going to download this album. I'm like, I think there's a new They Might Be Giants album. I don't know. Like, I wasn't, I would go to like the fan site, the like pre, the, the, what was it the one that came before the wiki you know i would look at that constantly so i was like aware that it existed but i'm like a digital album ah that's just a fad. that'll go the way of the dodo that's not a thing that's not a real album that's seriously what i thought i'm like it's not a real album that's and funny it kind of isn't it kind of isn't
1: <laughs> i mean yeah it is basically a compilation
0: <laughs> they say it's a real album and the wiki says it's a real album well, but I mean, honestly, they were able to
1: make an album out of a, a couple of tracks that were supposed to be for Factory Showroom, and then a couple of tracks that are even older than that, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, "Tokyo Brack to Brooklyn was the, the pre, you know, they did the Less Than Jake is what I always called it, where you had to rewind
1: oh, yeah. earlier
0: than track one, because they did that on Losing Streak. Yeah. The, Howard can, J. Reynolds. Is it Howie? Track. I thought it was Harry. Howie, uh no i think it's howard so it's howie it's this is howard j reynolds and you're listening to less than jake well, and that's the part you heard life. <laughs> but if you have you heard the whole thing yeah i have it ripped i uh
1: my cd ripper was able to like get that off nice. the front of it nice
0: yeah that's that's tough to do i've released albums that have songs with negative seconds like between the tracks Bandcamp don't like them i mean it'll like stick it on the end of the previous track but it, like doesn't have the same effect i don't know i just listened to a lot of modest mouse and bright bright eyes and they always did that track, and i'm like i want to do that so we did and now i wish i didn't but the whole part about the the, the socks naked balls bouncing anyway it's a ska band thing right on know. have an old guy crowd surfing on the back of your cd or on the inside i don't remember so, Rat Patrol is track four, and I think it's in a good spot, because, like, it's kind of odd that, okay, so drinking, she thinks she's Edith Head, um, maybe. which I did not that long ago, hasn't aired yet, uh, maybe I know, a cover, Leslie Gore cover, I love the original, I love their cover, it's odd that there's a cover at track three. It kind of shows that it's like a mishmash album like they normally would not. Well, I, I mean, I guess Istanbul's is pretty early up, but you know what I mean. And then Rap Patrol at track four. So it's in that, that first chunk where They Might Be Giants are like, this is a good song because it's right at the top. They Might Be Giants songs are so short. As long as it's in the first six tracks, it's probably mostly bangers, right? I think Talking so. Talking Back to Brooklyn is not a banger. I don't know. Talking Back to Brooklyn is whatever. Um, it was cool as a secret track. Didn't deserve to be on any other albums. Uh, but older is good, both versions. So I mean, Dark and Metric is good. I like. Re- what are your thoughts on Reprehensible? That was the first long, tall episode I did.
1: Uh, I I always thought that was just a really fun song. I I remember like one of my high school friends like caught me listening to it. What's oh, What are you listening to? And I was like, here you go. Here's my headphones. So I'm like, I didn't know you were into jazz, Peter. I was like, is that jazz? I don't know. It's <laughs> a that Might Be giant song.
0: It's like. It's like lounge, you know. It's got the mellotron and all that. It's like it's like psychedelic lounge music. His crooner voice. Because like now yeah.
1: I now I kind of understand what jazz music is. It's like I don't think it's jazzy at all, but it's got it's, like a swing to it. I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's what they it's. Mean. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you can have swung eighth notes. Twenty-five percent of outdoor Valor songs have swung eighth notes, but that's because we rip off the Supremes and the Marvelettes and the Temptations, not because we rip off Coltrane. <laughs> you know. I mean. <laughs> um but yeah reprehensible is great i did that with chris Oliveira, um og fan floridian um i won't hold that against him that he works at disney world no he's he's a solid dude uh uh and so rap patrol is up near the top so we start instrumental a song that ends up on minkar a cover and then rap patrol (laughs) such a weird album uh, what do you like well okay so looking at the trivia you got the wiki in front of you yeah read that first bit of trivia alright I'll read the first bit of trivia from theymightbegiants.com
1: This song caused quite a bit of division, even among those within the inner sanctum of They Might Be Giants. The effect of Linnell's very twitchy vocal is further heightened when I come in with my personal, what is that word, (laughs) caterwauling. (laughs) Caterwauling? Hey, we can't really justify this track. We're just grateful it's finally on a CD. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not. You can really tell they wanted to put it on a CD because there's one comment I wanted to make going into this episode, and it's also about the fact that this is supposed to be on Factory Showroom, but my God, it's a loud song. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Long Tall Weekend in general. (laughs) If you listen to the songs that made it to Long Tall Weekend from the Factory Showroom, like leaked tape, they sound better on the tape. (laughs) Oh. Or maybe not necessarily better. I guess it depends on your definition, but more dynamic
0: they're sure. like un-mastered. Okay. So, it's really cool yeah i've got that um if anyone see, is in miscellaneous in. t the
1: facebook group you can just click the downloads button in the uh yep topics tab you'll find it
0: yeah so factory showroom sessions uh rap patrol is the last track correct yep yeah um follow, uh, preceded by tmbg got lost and you're older um And Unforgotten, which is great, and Certain People. God, Factory Showroom could have been so much better.
1: I love Factory Showroom. Like, it's a good album. Apart from the first track, which I'm sure people know I despise, and it makes my head fall off and roll down the street, but... Till your head falls off? (laughs) See?
0: (laughs) See? Sexy makes your head fall off, and then Till Your Head Falls Off actually makes it go back on, ironically. There you go. What are your favorite musical elements of Rap Patrol? So we're talking all about Long Tall Weekend. Let's focus on Rap Patrol. What are your favorite musical elements?
1: Um, I like how in your face it is like immediately as it starts. I think it's got like a, a great presence as a song if that makes any sense. And I think it's produced sure. really, really well like on top of that. Like the guitar tone and the solo is one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> I'll just put it into that.
0: Yeah, it's like their like take on, like, Brian May of Queen. Yeah. It's like a Queen-style, like, harmonized shredder. Like, like it's not like a solo. I'd call it a riff, right? It's going up, like, the pentatonic scale, up and down, um, harmonized. So I'm assuming that's Flansburg and Eric Schirmerhorn. It could be both Schirmerhorn because Flans is probably just like, ah, you do it. I mean, I could see that happening. You know, not that Flans isn't on the track, but that particular part I could see it just be like Shermerhorn's like, check this out. Did it 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 and Flans is like, Cool. Hey, I could harmonize it. Cool. <laughs> just do it. Cut it, print it, genius. Yeah. Cause at that point, Flans was like, Hey, I got a second guitarist. Um, you do the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. Cause like I miss like John Henry to me is it's not my favorite album. But it's it's fucking fantastic, obviously, and a pivotal point for the band. But like when Flans was the only guitarist with a rhythm section behind him, and Linnell, obviously, uh, he just fucking tore it up. Like, oh yeah, the demos. Like when the demos came out, you got the John Henry demos, of course. Yeah. So like the guitar is so much hotter in the mix. Like, I hate to be the guy that's like the demos are better because it's not true for every song. Yeah. But on some of the songs, they're like punker it's like raw the guitars are more trebly hotter in the mix and just like he's playing like he didn't give a fuck and he was probably playing like it was a demo but it sounds great yeah and then like Shermerhorn right and then schirmerhorn comes in he's like and it's like that's cool you know but i miss and dan miller i love dan miller he could play anything except 80s flans guitar okay would you agree with that? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I guess I've never seen Dan Miller
1: go as crazy as Flans does on some of the Pink right. album tracks.
0: Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if you listen, if you focus in on the guitar parts of early They Might Be Giants, like, it's not... Guitar was never the most important instrument, but, like, when Flans would play it, it would have meaning. It would be like, yeah, dude. It would be like, it was, like, more about feeling and vibe than, like... I could play a really fast scale, you know? Yeah. Um, like, you don't really hear feedback in they move giant songs, uh, you know, like you used to, a little bit, you used to hear a little like dissonant stuff, you know, flans being like, hey, I like Sonic Youth and the Butthole Surfers too, check this out, you know, it's a pop song, but I do a little like a little thing. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. And I miss it, I miss it. Baby. Yeah, I
1: think a lot of their material could benefit from like, I don't know, shittier punk production. <laughs> Yes right because it's like I've said this right get uh Krause back in here I've said this in like the Facebook groups and like some of the other chats as well but it's just like I tend to prefer sort of uh like mixing mastering production where like drums cut through the mix and like maybe they're a bit yeah. louder than everything else but and don't get me wrong I love they might be giants all the same but like they're mastering yeah. style and it's pretty it's pretty apparent on long tall weekend as well they just they blast everything up, especially, like, the vocals. Um, yeah. Although Rap Patrol, I will say, is really well done. It's, like, really yeah, well mixed together. Are, Even though it's, like, yeah. super-duper loud and brick-walled, it actually comes through quite well with that. Yeah. Probably you know, the style it is of the like, song.
0: Right. It is mastered loudly, which was, which was the style at the time. Uh, it really was, though. Like, the late 90s up to, like, 2006, 2007, like, all these guys coming in doing, like... Oh, like uh, Mark Trombino doing like the Jimmy at World Albums and all this stuff. Like everything was like, oh, like it was like so fucking like chunky and like I loved it at the time. But I go back and listen to it. I'm like, I wish there were some mistakes in here that they kept. Like I was like, I wish it had a little bit of like, you know, a little Rosenstock in there where he's like, I fucked up that vocal take, but it's perfect. Yeah,
1: you can hear all the all the saliva
0: traveling around my mouth,
1: and you know (laughs) I'll just leave (laughs) that there because I'm a renegade.
0: (laughs) You know, it's like I used to cut well, like when I worked at Sonic Iguana, like Mass had me, Mass Giorgini had me like cutting off every breath. Like I'd go through, I'd have the waveforms like fucking big as like a sandwich in front of me, and like trimming off the breaths and like tapering the ends, and like. Every fucking phrase like in a two minute punk song by some like Ramones core band would take me like two hours to go through like a vocal track because they did seven takes and I got to comp it together. But now like when I do my own stuff, I'll leave in mistakes. Yeah, I guess I guess like breaths and stuff because I listen to a lot of
1: like punky music anyway. So I guess I'd never really think about the fact that sometimes people actually do like go through and like edit those out. Yep. Depends it's,
0: what kind of punk.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just never really thought about that before. <laughs>
0: that's, that's fun. I mean, it doesn't sound fun. It sounds horrible, but it's interesting. Trimming breaths off of vocal takes is not something I do, unless there's a vocal take where I'm like, <gasps> you know. Yeah, I
1: can, I can understand that.
0: Yeah, it depends. You know, it's not like Chocolate Rain where it's like, I step away from the mic to breathe. <laughs>
1: Well, Tay is a god amongst them, so don't even try cool to compare guy. yourself to him. Okay,
0: he is a cool guy, and anyone who appeared in Pork and Beans to make fun of themselves uh, with Weezer to poke fun at themselves is is amazing. Thanks for reminding uh, me that happened. <laughs> Pork and Beans, you know, it's not Weezer, Weezer's greatest moment, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You know, you can see what they were going for. It was, like, it was
1: my, it's, it was my favorite song at the time of theirs yeah if sure i was, I was I mean, like, red M. Elm... I i think i was 10 when that album came out
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah the red Elm had you know the a side was good the b side shan't yeah, be spoken my of parents again
1: we're really into like the whole thing but like my sister and i were just like the first half of the album's great and then we're just like okay
0: we're satisfied so with wait. that enough <laughs> so in the snl sketch your parents are matt damon and you and your sister are uh uh, le- wait, was it Leslie, Leslie Jones that did like the, yeah, the, uh, like, Weezer hasn't put out a good album since Bankerton. Don't oh, tell I you haven't seen that sketch. I
1: know the sketch you're talking about, but I have made it a point not to watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. It's like, no offense, but go to hell. <laughs> I I think is the line. <laughs> no, yeah. No offense, but I hope you burn in hell. It's a pretty great line. Uh, so uh, speaking of punk, let's talk about Naked Ray Gun. So you had never heard Naked Ray Gun before today when I was like, Hey, did you know there's this other song called Rap Patrol? Yeah. Uh, I,
1: you know, it's so another case of, I've heard the band name before. I just, I've heard a million band names before in a lot of different places. I just I don't have enough time in the world to listen to everything, but I listened to the it's Naked Ray band Gun. Name. It is. Mm-hmm. I li- listened to their version of Rap Patrol, their version, their Rap Patrol song. And it was catchy as fuck. Oh,
0: God, so good. They are Chicago punk royalty. Dare I say,
1: almost as catchy as They Might Be Giants Rap Patrol.
0: It was great. Totally different song, but very, like, it feels like Rap Patrol. Yeah. Like, really, I feel like you could call any of their songs Rap Patrol, because it just sounds like that, like, you know, it's that, uh, well, it's on the album uh, Throb Throb, which came out, uh, it was their their debut. So, like, it's a little rougher. And they were considered, like, An '80s hardcore band, you know, like that came out in '85, Um, but it was like where hardcore was starting to slow down a little bit, and you were allowed to do other things. Because Husker Du was doing other things, and it was cool. Um, So the definition of hardcore was starting to stretch a little bit. But let's get back to uh, how about the TV show Rat Patrol?
2: Yeah, I looked. Uh, up uh,
0: I've never seen it. What do you think of that? I looked up a little blurb about it,
1: and I was like, "Sure, okay, this looks like nothing I'd be interested in, even kind of, <laughs> not even, not even a little bit,
0: <laughs> not even an what's iota." The, what's the blurb? Are you on Wikipedia like I am off the wiki? Well, I don't even really remember most of what I read
1: at this point, but it was just some shit about like war, and I was like, I don't really care yeah. about war dramas like sure or if it's sure a, okay well <laughs> a comedy or maybe it's bad for the pod it's in bad spirits for the podcast for me to just be like i don't really give a shit actually
0: you know i'd be interested in seeing it just because it's from the 60s okay so like war movies that are old are kind of interesting to me because oh yeah because things are so like perspectives yeah, were just so different then perspectives also like special effects oh that we're too. not like Well, special effects involve, like, oh, we're going to blow up a tank? Hey, here's a miniature tank that looks pretty real. And then, boom! You know? Like, I love that shit. So, it was on ABC from uh, 1966 to 1968, and the show follows the exploits of four Allied soldiers and their shenanigans. That doesn't say shenanigans. Three American and one British uh, who are part of a long-range desert patrol group. In the North African campaign during World War II, their mission to attack, harass, and wreak havoc on Field Marshal Rommel's vaunt, vaunted Africa Corps. What does that even mean? Africa Corps, I mean, it was a Nazi. Okay. It was like the Nazi stronghold in uh, Northern Africa during World War II, which most people don't even really know much about. So that's kind of interesting that it's like these dudes, yeah, Americans and a Brit going after the Nazis in Africa, which is not something that has really been portrayed a whole lot in movies. I kind of want to see this now. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Anyway, so that was a show. Um, uh, Then... Are you a Clash fan?
1: Uh, I like a bit of Clash. I don't I, I couldn't tell you more than like three of their songs, but I t- grew up with the three songs I know. My parents were big punk heads in the in the 70s and 80s, so they were big into that stuff.
0: Did they have mohawks and piercings that went from their nostril to their earlobe? No, they weren't that cool. <laughs> oh. Safety no, they're just through like regular
1: regular looking people. <laughs> but my mom would just go to CBGB and hit up the Ramones set.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. God damn. I wish I had been there when it was an actual venue and not just part of the airport.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember cause it's like, I had just missed, I guess all my opportunities to go to CBGB as an actual music establishment. And from everything I hear from people, it's yeah. not even like it would have been any good or like clean or nice, but just to be like, Oh, oh no. yeah, I was there. My sister went that bunch but right. you know
0: but I love a good uh dive bar that's usually what I play you know that's where bands of my stature play places where the toilet stall the toilet has no seat and there's no door on the stall you know and you're like I really have to take shit and you're like do I go out behind the car in the parking lot or do I just have my friend guard the door you like you crouch okay, up on hey, the you...
1: toilet spreading It's mostly
0: it's well yeah but it's mostly the uh no door thing right so it's like you got a urinal and a stall and the stall has no door and you're like fucking christ
1: that reminds me of the bathroom at my aforementioned middle school (laughs) what (laughs) there was no doors no like one of the one of the bathrooms was like really fucked up a
0: lot more than all the other ones (laughs) because of you and your goon friends
1: no i didn't have many goon friends i just rode a skateboard sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I had, like, nerdy friends in Radical.
0: Sure. Well, so did I. (laughs) I still have nerdy friends. You're my nerdy friend. We're all nerds. I mean, we're talking about... They might be giants. (laughs) So, on the Clash wiki, we got Rat Patrol from Fort Bragg. Okay, Rat Patrol from Fort Bragg is the unreleased original mix by Mick Jones of the Clash of what eventually became the album Combat Rock. Oh, damn. The band... Yep, the band disliked the recordings made by Jones, so... So are
1: they, like, the same
0: recordings just mixed differently,
1: or whole other recordings? Or is it like, Please Please Me in Mono versus Stereo?
0: Well, let's see. Okay, so there's also this Pop Manners... Pop Matters link that I sent you. But I'm looking at the wiki right now, and it's so funny that, like, Mick Jones, their guitarist, co-lead singer, like, mixed the album, and the other three guys are like, Fuck, it sucks! (laughs) Keep playing the instruments, man.
2: How's about a British gig and real? Speaking King's English in quotation. As railhead palms feel the steel mills rust.
0: Um, oh, Discogs has it with a bonus disc? Hold on. Someone has made this into a, a real like physical thing. Okay. I need this um how did i not know about this is it on discord's yeah.
1: in the in the respect of it being something you can actually buy or is it like we have blocked okay. the sale of this unauthorized content
0: this is clash ifc <laughs> hey, welcome aboard folks we're rebranding the, pro- the podcast
1: we haven't actually started that yet but come june 2022 this will be just about the clash
0: Yep, I okay, am so-
1: unqualified to be here right now, so goodbye. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Clash. All right, let's look up. Okay, Fort Bragg. Rap Troll from Fort Bragg. All versions. Okay. How did I... like Punktoos.org did a Clash week a few years ago, and I wrote the review for Combat Rock. Now, I'm seeing... Okay, I'm going to send you this on Messenger. So, here... Okay, where are you? Oh come on internet you can handle 50 tabs can't you i know you can do it um okay peter gritch the last thing you typed to me was just shit that's true because I, po- I called you a poser yep so there it is all right so discogs um so oh, yeah this, this release, release has been has blocked, been blocked, blocked. Sale in the marketplace. Right.
1: that's the worst shit ever
0: But the fact that there's an image that someone just doctored using the same font as... Combat Rock. It says The Clash, and then under that, instead of Combat Rock, oh, that's Rep, so Dragon common. With
1: like, c- like CD sure. fucking bootlegs, it's really fun Right, I have a couple of Weezer ones that are like that actually, but it's really funny because yeah. the uh it was done before home printing was any good, so it's just like <laughs> just like eight color Weezer like copy of a copy.
0: uh it looks it's, like it's fucking still garbage. Got the, it's great. It it's like still got the dot. It's still got the dot matrix stuff hanging up. Oh, I wish it was that. It's got-
1: <laughs> oh, that would be so much you, you more funny. It. I think I'm gonna download this bootleg. These are all the songs I know. This is great.
0: So, uh, back to Rat Patrol, the MFP Giants. Uh, we we neglected to play the demo, so let's do that right now. So, the Dial-a-Song demo is all kinds of fucking weirdness. It's entirely different. <laughs> Balls beat on the window pane, telling me I'm not the same. Sounds of nothing, sounds of fear. Speak to me when no one's here.
1: I'm on rat
0: patrol, yes,
1: I'm on rat
0: patrol. Headlights turn into the drive and disappear into the night. Floorboards creak and footsteps heard. Floorboards creak and footsteps heard. I'm on I think
1: with patrol. the dial song demo, you could, you could do that over Lie Still Little Bottle. Ooh. The way, like the way, like Flans's uh,
0: rhythm is, like boom, 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 boom.
2: Balls
1: flew on the window pane. Yeah. No.
0: So my... you know you've just locked yourself into making that mashup for me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll be editing this in about five weeks, so you got you got time. All right. You gotta pay me for it. <laughs> uh, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> You just take those first four bars, of still, loop them, put this over top. Wouldn't be that hard. What am I, I'll do it, It's fine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, girl talk? I'm not the same. Sounds of nothing. Sounds of fear. Speak to me when no one's here. I'm on rat patrol. I'm on rat patrol. Are the lyrics? The same, I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> Moths beat on the wind of pain, telling me I'm not the same. Sounds of nothing, sounds of fear. Speak to me when no one's here. I'm on rap patrol. Yes, I'm on rap patrol. They don't oh, say, So instead, on, of, instead of, right? So instead of, yeah, come on rap patrol he says, Yeah, he says, I'm on rap patrol. Yes, I'm on rap patrol. Instead of, Come on rap patrol, I'm on rap patrol. But other than that, oh, wait. There, oh wait. well, the entire second verse. There's an isn't extra there. verse. There's an extra verse. Yeah, so I guess Schumerhorn Horn was like, "I got this guitar riff," and Linnell's like, "Cut that verse out. Just guitars now." The headlights turn into the drive. Did not make it onto uh Long Tall. So. Oh no, it did. Headlights it's just, turn into it's just, the wait. Part of Where the... is it? It's oh wait. Actually... Okay. So what's going
1: on? We're here We're very observant listeners. Thank you.
0: Well, this okay. Is going Moth really beat well. on the window pane. beat... Well, I'll cut this all out. I'll edit it to make us sound like less of idiots. No, I'm just
1: busting chops. So
0: it just doesn't repeat. It just doesn't repeat the first verse. Um, but it's. Wait. Slightly. Wilderness of Mirror Shine is not on the dial song. Yeah. So Wilder- Wilderness of Mirror Shine, Floorboards, Cray Card, or shaft hard. Um,. Oh, the Footsteps Heard. Floorboards Creek and Footsteps Heard. There's just the one line that's different. The Wilderness of Mirrors Shine is not... That's a line that Linnell added. Right? Am I get? Is that it? Yeah. Sort of seems Floorboards like Floorboards it. Creek. It's just reordered. So in the demo, it's headlights turn into the drive and disappear into the night. Floorboards Creek and Footsteps Heard. Floorboards Creek and Footsteps Heard. He says it twice. So Linnell's like, I'm not saying that twice. Flans, I'm a better lyricist than you. I'll add another line so I'm just I'm joking uh don't don't send me hate mail you Flans stands so he added wilderness of mere shine at the top of it, then floorboards creak or footsteps heard and then and then headlights, which was the first line then disappeared to the night so okay, yeah, and then the crucial lyrical addition for the long tail weekend is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. You like the yes? Yeah. I like how long it's like,
1: I like the fact that it doesn't even sort of just fade out. It's just the delay effect until it stops.
0: Yeah, it's like they didn't fade the master at all. They're like, just wait for it to stop.
1: And even on the, uh, the factory showroom tape, it's like that.
0: The song wouldn't even crack two minutes if it wasn't for the yes. Is that why they added it? <laughs> Uh, so you're like, wait, the Dial song was a minute six. Okay, let's add a guitar solo. Uh, take out that verse. Okay, wait, wait, it's coming in at a minute and fifty four seconds. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, for ten seconds. Oh, we didn't read this other trivia thing. Read the, read the, the third trivia.
1: Oh shit, of course. Bullet. All right,
0: from the summer nineteen ninety nine
1: info club newsletter okay all right we're already going in with the weird adjectives that people use all the time all right this witchy rocker spotlights some really witchy singing dueling guitar lines from flans and eric Schirmerhorn. i'm gonna say that's how that's pronounced and yeah Shermerhorn. oh nice and a truly blazing guitar solo from eric as well not the same as the embryonic version. Nice embryonic version heard on Diala's <laughs> song. This will get any rockers' mojo working. God, I want to die after reading that. Whether you're into Hatchet or Pantera.
0: <laughs> Pantera, not quite. Well, if you're into Pantera, I don't want to be your fucking friend, bro. <laughs> Mo- Molly Hatchet, maybe. It's more like it's more like a Thin Lizzy song, honestly. It's like Thin bit. Lizzy guitars. Okay. Uh, so I said Queen before, but it. I mean, uh, Shermer horn can rip. You know, maybe not like brian may can but it's like a thin lizzie riff like the boys are back in town i was thinking (laughs) it was sort of like that yeah so it's all uh guitar harmony as they call it in the biz guitar harmony you never heard that no
1: i'm not in the biz bro
0: that's an Iron Maiden. Uh, the I don't know if it's an Iron Maiden song, but the fans came up with that, and that's what we always called it. Guitar harmonies, where like a guitarist does a riff, and the other guy just like straight up just like follows it a third above or whatever. Oh, I've literally never heard that term used, but I like it. Guitar sense. Yeah. oh, it's great. It's it's a total like not pop metal, but like metal that has like those real like tight melodic guitar parts like that, like not super heavy. Like yeah, like Maiden and Judas Priest and stuff like that. They were they were the kings of uh guitar money. Um but yeah. And then if you did guitar money with a fifth above, then it just sounded like Nintendo and that was pretty cool. Because <laughs> you just had these big open fifths. You're like, I don't know if it's major or minor. It's just No, those
1: are just those are just some forty one songs They're power
0: chords the whole time. There you go. I love them There though. you go, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Power power chords are great. That's how I learned to play guitar. Um well actually it was drop D <laughs> first speaking of pantera drop c make you release your bowels just what i've always wanted to do yeah so let's turn it on <laughs> yeah so the lyrics of this song we just talked about how the the demo and the long tall are slightly switched around and trimmed uh what do you make of this song moths beat on the window pane. I think What's it's. Uh,
1: I think it's sort of a, a, a sort of common theme with they might be giant songs to sort of just be about a guy losing their mind, and I don't think this song's much like different. me, <laughs> like me too. Ah! Um,
0: <laughs> He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. But I
1: mean, seeing like moths beat on the window pane, telling me I'm not the same. Like the moths are telling yeah. you something. Or are they bumping into uh-huh. the window pane and like Morse code? like what could that mean i don't know makes you think
0: <laughs> i'm gonna need the biggest seed bill you have no that's too big uh sorry that was birds Um uh, beat speed on the window pane telling me i'm not the same i always thought it was telling me i'm not insane i don't know if, and i was I talking to avrin that i think i've always heard i'm not the same i was talking to avrin and like well for one I told you I didn't buy Long Tall Weekend until, like, two years ago. So, like, I'd heard the song plenty. I had They Got Lost on CD, okay, when it came out. For some reason, I thought that was more important than Long Tall Weekend, which... I mean, it's uh, got it's Rest kind of a While better. on it.
1: It's kind of a better uh, CD. Oh,
0: it is, Hot actually. Tank. It opens. It Dude, it's got certain people. It's got all the best tracks. It's got a couple of goofball things, you know, whatever. But, like, it's got all the best tracks from, yeah, that era where, like, oh... Streaming's not really a thing yet. You didn't buy that one EP we put out for some reason instead of putting those songs on the album. Here you go. So They Got Lost is pretty solid. Um, and uh, Joseph Stalin on the drums. Um, so Moth's beat on the window pane, telling me I'm not the same. Sounds of nothing, sounds of fear. Speak to me when no one's near. That's a really dark lyric. <laughs> oh, God. And they sound perfect coming out of Linnell. But then you realize that Flans wrote them, and you're like, "Damn!" And Flans was probably like, "You know what? I think I wrote a Linnell song." And Linnell's like, "You did what?" Well, here, it's like an eye palindrome eye situation, where like, Flans had like a germ of an idea, and he's like, "Dude, I've tried twice to make eye palindrome thing. I can't do it. It's not coming out that great." And Linnell's like, oh, "I'll take it, buddy. I got it from here." And then we have one of the greatest Apollo 18 tracks. So it's like. Not that Flans' version sucks, but, like, it's kind of like, it's like, tossed off. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's just a guy talking, isn't it?
0: So It's, it's just a guy talking into, a, into an answering machine tape. Sort of you just, know? like, I don't know, slam poetry more than a They Might Be
1: Giants hit. Which is fine, but it's just, you know, it's very different.
0: We request that everyone snap at the end, because applause, you're killing thousands of tiny spores each time you applause. And it's too aggressive. <laughs> It's that kind of song. It kind of reminds me of uh, I'm Not Your Broom. I don't know if you listened to that episode with Franz uh, Nikolai from way back. I, th- but I listened to it when it heard... first
1: came out because I like Franz Nikolai, but
0: yeah, used to be in a long time. Uh, oh, he's he's awesome. So that episode turned out way more awesome than I thought it would be for a kid's song. Because for one thing, we dug up that old video.
1: Oh, the quick cam.
0: It was basically like, what was it? Oh, Susanna? What old folk song? He was basically, wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not your broom. I'm not your broom. Like, he basically ripped the melody and he realized that. The Farmer in the Dell. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. right? He ripped an old song and just changed the lyrics. And then he's like, oops. Okay, I'll make a new melody. Now it's a really awesome song. Flans on the demo just kind of sounds like he's just like, Okay, uh, I got some words. Um, Moth beat on the window pane. Yeah, you know, like it just kind of sounds like he just w- was winging it. And yeah. then Linnell's like, Linnell's like, those words are good. Now let's make an actual good song. <laughs> uh, let's make it an actual song. I mean, period. <laughs> like a song, right? I mean, a cappella can be a thing, but there oh, should that's be true. more to it than just one voice. Like. Singing acapella is important. And I have my kids sing in class acapella all the time because that's how you build good pitch, right? You get that starting pitch and you go, you know, can you stay in the key? And Flans, good acapella singer. You know, both of them are good singers, but like there's nothing to it. Like the words are good, but like you said, it's almost just like sing-songy poetry, right? A little bit, yeah.
1: It's just sort of like, uh, it's just like you're talking like this. But if you do it like this and say there's a video attached to this of me on a stage with a spotlight wearing a black shirt on a black <laughs> backdrop, this will seem really important and deep. And then you can just like make a video of that, put it on YouTube, say Facebook is really an anti-social network and get a million views. I
0: don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, I mean, do you like Linnell's edition of a Wilderness of mirrors Shine? I mean, what do you think? Yeah,
1: I I think it would be a little clunky if it just repeated the lyric over again, and I think
0: uh, you mean the floorboards thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I think uh, Flansburg's octave harmony over top of Linnell's sort of spooky voice just gives the whole thing a bit of a creepier vibe to me.
0: Longtail Weekend has not gotten that much props, you know. I did Edith Head, and we talked about both, and we compared them. I'm going to do older and not too long, compare them. But, like, Rat Patrol is a long tall weekend track. And, like, dial a song aside, it's a good song. I mean, let's just say that much. I agree. Should we listen to some live versions? Oh, let's do it. There's a, here's a new, brand-new song that's uh, new as well. And it's called Rat Patrol. I went to the two archivists librarians of the pod whenever I'm stuck I go to Ulysses cuz he works on his computer so he just messages me back like within 30 seconds no matter what time of day it is Yeah,
1: I couldn't help you this time cuz I was at work. Yeah, see but that's what
0: I'm saying. Ulysses is like I was you know, working you for the man. <laughs> yeah, working hard for the money. There you go. Give me something something money. Come on, give me lots of honey. Uh okay, download. Ooh, wait. Okay, he gave me two of them, and then which one did you Okay. There's one from
1: 1997 and one from 1999. Oh, this 1999 show. Ooh, that's one of the best They Might Be Giants bootlegs ever. I'll just throw that out there. October 23rd, 1999. Listeners, find a way to find that show. It's great.
0: (laughs) This was only performed six times, so I think we got the same two. Yep. Okay, so Buffington saved the day, and we got from these two... February 14th, 1997, October 23rd, 1999. Is that what you had said before? Okay, so uh, I guess we listened to the 1997 one first. So that was before The Long Tall... about Linnell's like uh affectation it's very uh vibrato right is that the term yeah i mean it's oh. like people i think it's almost like well yeah on the end there but <laughs> i think his like voice throughout is almost him like in response to, like people saying he has a nasally voice it's like oh yeah how about now oh yeah well
1: <laughs> the first time uh my sister heard this song we were it came up on shuffle we were driving in the car and she was just like what the fuck is this she was reacting viscerally to linell's right. voice it's just like it's, it's just just, just just john linell gets better because she knows john <laughs> linell has a funny voice and yeah she obviously likes they might be giants too but she was just really surprised because he he really he really uh multiplies the nasaliness
0: very much yeah. so in this track and i, I like it because i think for a song called rat patrol like he sounds like a rat, yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, like you a want cartoon something rat, a little, you know? You want Rawr.
1: something a little high register for? Ah, you're a little rat, aren't you?
0: Right? Yeah, ratos. Yeah, you dirty, you dirty rat. Ah, I'm not a rat. You're a Bowery Ballroom. So that was uh 97. Now let's jump to Scotchtober twenty third, Bowery Ballroom, 99. Yeah. So now, okay, so Long Tall was released. Oh, what's the exact date of the E! Music dealie? July 19th.
1: I'm pretty sure this was, like, the release party for, or one of the release parties. Okay,
0: so, because it was a couple months later, so July 19th, Long Tall came out on E! Music, uh, 99, of course, and then a couple months later in New York.
1: I think this is yeah. one of the shows where they, like, gave out CD copies. I've got one of those copies.
0: Oh, you, oh, I want it. I would have listened to this album a lot more if I had it on CD. Well, I bought it That's twice an on CD,
1: and first time was in 2015. I, I really lucked out. Someone was selling it on eBay, and they only listed yeah. it as having a broken CD cover, and I was like, ah, it's fine. I, who needs a CD yeah. cover intact? No, the CD was broken. <laughs> That's why it was so cheap.
0: Oh, fucking. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily.
1: He didn't actually mention the fact that the CD was broken, so I was just like, hey, bro, give me my money back, and he did. So I got a free, broken, long, tall weekend. Then a year
0: later, <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> just jam it into that laptop and see what happens. No, I had a, an old CD
1: Walkman that I played the busted one in. At first, I was like, oh, then nothing's wrong with it, because it played drinking just fine. Really? And then Edith, Edith Head came on, and it started skipping real bad, and I was like, oh, okay. Knew it was too good to be true. Okay, so the CD was, like, split. It wasn't like, it
0: didn't have a whole chunk. Yeah, of it
1: looked like... It looked like someone, it looked like a child had drawn a spider
0: on the back of the CD with a knife. Ooh, that's cool. It was, All right. <laughs> it was harrowing. <laughs> Maybe a child did do that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. I think there's a creepypasta about that. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so let's listen to this 99 one, and I'm going to make sure I listen to the solo on this, because this would have been, this would have been Miller. God, this recording's so good, too. It's a dap
1: recording and everything, so it's crystal clear. Well, the missile will shine. Fall on of
0: the steps. fall. Headlights run into the drive and disappear into the night. Come on, Rap
2: Patrol. I'm on Rap Patrol.
0: Thanks, uh, Buffington and Eulis. So it's only played six times. Why? Speculate. Uh, okay. I feel like they they didn't give
1: that much notice to uh, a lot of Long Tall Weekend songs, really. So I feel like if you go through uh, most of the Long Tall Weekend songs, you'll see they were either like never played at all, or played like mm-hmm. eight times, or it's older and it's played eight hundred times.
0: The ones that made it to Minkar Car got played a lot because Minkar Car is a great album, and Long Till Weekend is a meh album. It's wanting to be cool with the e music thing, and I respect that. You know, staying on the, the tip, of the tech, whatever. But like, it's very spotty, while Minkar Car was awesomely spotty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's fine. I just I never really, I just never really listened to it all too much. Ooh, my I'm gonna plug in my phone because it's dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably a good idea. Do that You like They Might Be
1: Giants, huh? Oh, I hope so, considering the podcast you're listening to. Do you want to listen to another podcast where they mention They Might Be Giants almost every episode and it has nothing to do with that band? Of course you do. Well, then we have the podcast for you. At Bare Naked ABCs, we discuss every Bare Naked Lady song
0: alphabetically. We break down the music, break down the lyrics, discuss other appearances by the band, and just have a fun time in general. But we also have interviews sometimes with people related to the band, such as when we talk to Dave Foley of Kids in the Hall, Harlan Williams, Susan Rogers, and of course, Stephen Page
1: and Andy Cregan from Bare Naked Ladies. So if you like funny, sarcastic, and irreverent humor and music, Come listen to us talk about the Canadian They Might Be Giants
0: over a bare naked ABC. I have a cover. Are you ready? Uh, Absolutely. Okay, hold on. Get ready, folks. It's about to happen. All right. And the cover is called Greg Improvises on the Singing Saw. Oh, boy. Must beat on the window pane telling me I'm not the same. Sounds of nothing, sounds of fear speak to me when no one's here. <laughs> Come on, Rap Patrol. I I haven't practiced this all. <laughs> I'm on Rap <Rail> Patrol.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Now, let's do a solo, ready? Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's the answer.
1: Sort of sounds like a cat in distress.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's, yeah. If you jiggle your leg, so you get the vibrato by jiggling your, uh, your leg. You know, I do it with my right leg. And that's how you get the vibrato, just like w- wiggling it. Because you can play it real straight, you know, but like since usually like wiggling it is good for pitch. It's kind of like playing slide guitar because it's like, oops, I missed, but I meant to do that. It's wobbly, right? I've been in Neutra Hotel cover bands on two occasions, two different <laughs> Neutra cover bands, basically being the Julian Coster. Idol of mine is one of those like weirdo, like junk jug band musicians that's just like, hey, I got a banjo um but i'm not gonna play it like a banjo i'm gonna use this uh violin bow like okay
1: and it's got the they might you be know. giants connection there too
0: yep mm-hmm. and uh yeah if you go to this might be a podcast.bandcamp.com you can hear me playing the saw uh on james k polk with my friend derek who's playing ukulele and we trade verses and i do the saw it's pretty cool and as ramona cries in the distance let me just say real quickly <laughs> this is july 30th greg Coming off of my last week of paternity leave. Thanks to John Walker for editing all of these. Uh, But hey, we got a cover. And it's from the Purple Toupee Charity Compilation. You're going to get to hear this in full. It's a premiere. Well, Patreon folks have heard it already. But now for the rest of y'all, here's Rat Patrol by Dana Williamson. Performing all of these string parts featuring the Viper... Six string electric violin. Here's Dana Williamson, rocking rap patrol. It's on Purple Pay. Head to this Might podcast.bandcamp.com, This might be a podcast.bandcamp.com. And click on that purple Pay to pre order a digital download or double C D. Featuring Adam and his package, Pet Symmetry, Franz Nikolai, Bob Nana, Mustard Plug, Double Clicks, Corn Mo, and many more. Here's Dana, Rocket Dana.
2: Who's meet on the window pane
0: So, I think it's time to score this song, right? Sure. We do that. Okay. Um, what do you think? Rap Troll? what do you give it?
1: I think I'll give it uh, a uh, – do I want to give it a 6.5 or 7? I'll give it a 7 because it's like – it's a great song. It's not my favorite song, but every time it comes on shuffle, I never want to turn it off.
0: <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's barely over two minutes. It's like you it's know, just ride true. it out. So it's
1: cool, even if you don't really want to watch it or listen to it. It's just like, well, it's gonna be over by the time I finish this thought.
0: <laughs> but it's like even if you're like, I'm not feeling this weird Linnell voice today, but then it's like, did it, did it, it, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, stick, guitar stick solo. through
1: it for the guitar.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's a good. Yeah, it's fucking good. And I remember, <clears throat> like I said, I didn't download the thing, but I got they got lost when that came out um which what the fuck year was that hold on what year was they got lost you know off the top of your head i might don't. be
1: 99
0: as well <sighs> 2002 oh uh, never mind <laughs> yeah so not long after because because then it got some stuff like you know i'm sick of this american life and mcsweeney theme to mcsweeney's like some other stuff disappointing show uh which i love in <laughs> the oranges testimonial so like the chopping block and all that stuff so um <clears throat> i yeah so i heard it on they got lost and on they got lost it's uh at track it's at track 13 so it gets bumped down a bit i mean you got your rest a while you got you're on the drags you got you know oranges <laughs> um but it's a great song and i liked it hearing it in that context and I like it being track four on long, tall. I think it sits pretty good on both of those and stands up as a good track. Either way, you listen to it. Um, yeah, but it's not like an essential track, I don't think. Um, they wouldn't have put it on long, tall weekend otherwise.
1: Yeah, I mean. Burn. It's like I said with uh, yeah. my sister's like visceral reaction to it. Because she had been sort of into They Might Be Giants more than just a... The sibling of me who is a super fan for quite a couple of years right. at that point, even that was like, whoa, that surprised her.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at, so I did, Edith's Head has come out just uh, five weeks before this, and I gave that, so you, you wouldn't have heard it, but I gave that a 5.9. All right? I don't really like that song. I think it's boring. Uh, it's, it's got two ride. chords. I think, I think the topic is cool. I think Edith Head deserved a better song, honestly. And Helen Gurley Brown uh, deserve a better song than that. It's kind of boring. Uh, Rap Troll is better than that. Um, I gave the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme a 6.5 because it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, sounds like they might be Giants soon, Mickey Mouse. It sounds good. But I got to go higher than that. I'm going 6.7. Can't be as high as Chesapeake's face. Sorry. It's fair uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's weird like Chesapeake's face, but it's not quite as good as Chesapeake's face. So, what do you have to plug, my man? You got your uh, Waymu, uh YouTubes with um, all of the cool-looking stuff? Yeah, just
1: look up the They Might Be Giants stuff. If you look up They Might Be Giants Peter, you're going to find it. Like, look up They Might Be Giants Peter, and if it looks like VHS footage of any sort, or if the username uh, is uh, just uh, Peter, uh. that'll be mine. So, I've got, like... Uh, Peter! Since the yep. last time I've been on this podcast, i put, like... You know, if you've been in miscellaneous tea, you know about it already, but I've got loads and loads and loads of like, they might be giants, live clips, TV appearances, all that sort of stuff. I think all of it's better quality than it is anywhere else, but some of it, some of it might not be, I don't know, but some of it's better just on account of it being like at 60 frames a second, which I'm very, very on top of. Let's just put it that way.
0: (laughs) Props to uh, making boss of me. Uh like at all visible to you know you can't even tell what's going on on the previous one because i you're you got a lot of plays just for me on your boss of me uh uh hdifying or whatever you call it in the biz um because i did that song with my first graders the last two years i didn't do it the first year i did it so my first graders learned boss of me last two years two years ago I was playing the shitty video, right? And we'd sing along to it, and I'd play guitar, but I'd use the visual, like I'd sync up with the visual while I play guitar, and they'd sing. And so now, I was looking on the wiki, and I didn't even realize that you had redone that. Maybe I saw it, you know, in the uh, Misty or something. And then I go to the wiki to look up the lyrics to it to put it on the screen, and I'm like, "Holy shit, Boo! I know that guy. Peter made it look good." And so then we watched that one forever. Oh, well, it's awesome. And ever. And never went back to the other one. So kids got to see it. And they noticed. These are seven-year-olds, right? Six, seven-year-olds. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing about the, the old upload of that music video is that I know the original file that that person uploaded because it's a video CD uh-huh. file. It's an MPEG-1 file. Okay. It's a 240p. Oh. It's probably yeah. from 2001 or 2002.
0: Yeah, like I when the a... show was on and the song yeah. came out.
1: So... Just, where did you get it? So there's this, there's a lot of websites that are of dubious legality where you can, <laughs> where they host files. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, uh, <laughs> they're files where, if like, if uh, a music video for a popular song appeared on a DVD, you can go to this website and download like the DVD quality file ripped straight off the disc but you'll just sure. be getting that music video and there are a lot of websites like that and some of them are legit but like most of the most of the time you're get you're going to get download links to files that require a premium account on a really really sketchy website i've never heard of so and then
0: you get a virus
1: i i don't know about that nowadays on the internet but it's definitely you know sure. you don't want to really trust it but i was just right right I, I was able to see like the file name that was on the site. And so I looked that up on this other program that I'd looked for ah, stuff on called soul Seek. You're sneaky, which is like LimeWire, wire, but nicer and less virusy. And yeah. luckily enough, someone was hosting the file on there. And so I just grabbed it and it was like, I think someone probably captured it off of TV or something, but it was like beautiful quality. And so, uh, yeah, yeah I decided to put it through that, uh, upscaling ai software for the hell of it usually that software is fucking garbage i don't know why they think they can get away with making people pay for that software let me tell you folks (laughs) pirate your software now uh i I don't know i can't tell you what to do viewers or listeners but i got that software, and it usually produces fucking unusable garbage but for some reason on this one it's the best things i'd ever seen coming out of that software it completely yeah. subverted my expectations in the best possible way. Yeah, And so you can yeah. see that on YouTube, it's got hella views. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. this is really yeah. weird that it hasn't really been shared anywhere even slightly better than the weird 240p version before that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so people go to, so yeah, Peter and also, so do, are those two separate YouTube accounts? Because Waymoo, W-A-Y-M-U-U is also you. So were you like, I need to shed my old silly videos and get serious.
1: I mean, not really, because I'm not, I'm not really serious now. It's just one channel nowadays is just used for whatever, and the one that I'm plugging here is used for They Might Be Giants clips, basically, nowadays. Gotcha. It's just like, you know, rare music. It used to just be for the same sort of crazy sort of jokey videos. And then right. I realized, you can sort of see if you look through the videos on the just Peter channel, where mm-hmm. they they sort of start off as like oh Domino tracks and shit posts and then around 2014 I just start uploading music <laughs> and then yeah <laughs> that's all that channel is now but hey
0: yeah yeah it used to be yeah I'm seeing a lot of bomb the music industry stuff bare naked ladies and all this and then you scroll up and it's just like all the mmp Giants almost all. And then the Sum 41 1998 demo tape digitally remastered. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's but a yeah, guy on Discog
1: selling that Sum 41 demo tape, and I swear yeah. he likes the smell of his own farts. He's trying to sell it for like $1,000. <laughs>
0: that shit's not it's worth Sum more than $200. 41. It's Sum 41. You think you're selling uh, The Clash, Rat Patrol, from Fort
1: Bragg? Dude, i pay like... <laughs> 250 bucks for that fucking demo tape. Not a thousand. For four songs? Get out of here.
0: Oh, later. yeah. No. Oh, four songs? Fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah, a thousand bucks. Screw you. Uh, so let's wrap this baby up. People can find this might be a podcast all over the place. Thank you to punknews.org for hosting us. Shout out to Adam White, who was on the Money for Dope episode that came out a few weeks ago, which is a really good one, um, who does all the shit for me and just like posts it for me. Um, so props to Adam White and Punk News. People, uh, leave me voicemails. That's the best thing. I love those. 224-801-2930. Again, that number is 224-801-2930. Or email me, thismightpeapod, at gmail. If you just tweet your thoughts, I will lose them and not put them anywhere. So, you know, it's fun. But if you want credit, voicemail, or g g g gmail I think that's it. Uh, Peter... You gritched it up, baby. You really made this episode high def. I had fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, now run it through some software and make it better. <laughs>
1: All right. I'm going to, you know, upscale it. I'm going to put it on a VHS. I'm going to take it back off. I'm going to MP3 it. I'm going to MP2 it. I'm going to MP1 it. <laughs> MP1. I downloaded software recently. You can make MP1 files. It's from like 1999. It's hilarious, but that's besides the point. That's amazing. Yeah, I had, I had fun. I appreciate you having me back on.